Hi everyone, my name is Dylan Holiday, but everyone just calls me Big Quincy, and this is Paranormal Analytical. This week I have a great guest. Um, I know this isn't the regular Thursday timestamp, but because I'm leaving, I thought I would do some, you know, filler material for you guys. So I have Alex Arredondo. Alex, would you like to tell everyone about yourself? How's it going, everybody? My name's Alex Arredondo. I'm with Paranormal Analytical, and um, got some good stuff here for you. Uh, on my past experience at a school I used to work at. So thanks, Big Quincy, for having me on and uh, ready to go. Well, okay, so let's get right into it then. Can you tell us a little bit about your first ever, you know, experience with the paranormal? Oh, it's been years. I've been doing this already like 10 years plus. Um, I kind of figured it out when I was having part-time jobs that, um, you know, I would feel things or hear noises and, you know, and I would, you know, I feel like the chills on your arms. And so I would ask like a security guard or something, say, Hey, uh, you know, you got something here. He goes, Oh yeah. You would tell me the story, you know, that somebody passed away or, or it was at a doctor's offices where I used to clean offices. And, um, on certain floors, I would have that feeling. And then he would tell me, oh, yeah, you know, they had a lot of deaths, you know, on that floor because, you know, the, I don't know, surgery or some or whatever. But um, and other places that I worked at, you know, even at warehouses, um, cleaning, empty warehouse where I still had to go and clean this big old warehouse. I was the only one in there. And um I would get that feeling and that I'd go talk to the security guard. And then I said, hey, you know, you know, something's going on over there. Oh, you, you know, or you heard? I said, no, I just feel it. He goes, oh, yeah, he would tell me that a worker got killed, you know. So I was putting all this together, you know. It, uh, it, it you know, it took me a while because, you know, is it, is it, you know, you think about it, you know, what's this or why am I feeling like that, you know. But then... Little by little, started putting everything together. And then, um, oh, go ahead. Now, did these experiences ever hinder you from, like, doing your job? I mean, if I, look, if I had even uh, an ounce of the experiences that you had, I don't know if I'd want to go back. <laughs> no, I know, but to me, it was interesting. See, that's that's the difference, because I was already kind of interested in that, you know, and then it's you want to learn more you know you want to okay why you know why am i feeling that way or you know you start reading up but when i got to the school i mean it was like an eye opener there you know because it was i had already heard of the school's experiences before i had worked there and um what do you call it um one of the stories at the school was that the football field, um, there was a game, and I think the the home team was down. And no, they were ahead, sorry. They were ahead, and the other team was about to score a touchdown, and a hand came out of the, the ground and tripped the guy. And I believe it was on the last play of the game, too. Tripped the guy and fell, so that's how they didn't score, and the home team won. 
the school that I worked for, the football team, that's how they won. When that hand came out of the ground and tripped that football player that was about to score. So let's talk a little bit more about like, you know, your your experiences yourself. What was your first major experience at the school where you said, you know what, this is this is real? Okay, well, my first night working there. So when, because I worked nights there, I was working nights. So when I was locking up, talking about this same football field, um, I saw this big black, I don't know, it was like a parachute type. And it was just going across the field. It reminded me of like Jeepers Creepers type. And um, I was like, okay. Am I seeing what I'm seeing? Because it just kept on going back and forth and kind of like looking toward me. <clears throat> so then I was like, okay, uh, do I go and see what that is or wait a little while or maybe just, you know, blow it off? So I said, no, you know what? Let me lock up the school. So I got in my truck and I went back around. There was nothing on the football field. I looked. It was like it vanished. So that there from that school, that was the very first night that I worked there. So I'm like, okay, is this, you know, like welcome to, you know, the paranormal field or, or what, you know? So, I mean, I went back. I mean, that's how intrigued I was about everything because... I mean, I kept going back. With, I mean, that's my job, you know. So that was like the very first thing. So that was an eye opener right there. So now you you describe this thing as like Jeepers Creepers, like like as a winged object. I mean, I know you said it looked, it looked like a parachute, like it. parachute type, like but you know it was black. And did the other see anything? You know, did the other um, staff around? Did they have similar experiences to what you had? No. It was only you, only me, and and to put into perspective, I'm the only one that was working there nights. Did you ever talk to any of them about it? And and they just said, you know, we've never had anything like that, or you know, maybe they just kind of threw it off, laughed it off. Uh, both, both. They, you know, they just said, no, you know, they never heard that before. I mean, because it is, it is, it's the kind of stories like the, and we'll get into more of your stories. Cause like I said, you know, you've just a whole ass ton of, of stories to share, <laughs> but like it really, some of your stories are like so far out there that if I wasn't doing a paranormal show for this long, you know, maybe I would even say, Hey buddy, I don't know. I don't know if that's, if that's happened the way you said it did, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, let me put it, let me okay. put it to, let me add something too. This school was built over a pauper's grave so the school itself it was a it was a cemetery before so something dark was definitely there and you were the only one that was able to to manufacture this right and it and then i've heard that like if they know or they sense that you are that you know about that they're going to present themselves to you that's what I hear. Now, I mean, that's what I, you know, cool. in this, in the school, 
things actually physically happened to you. Could you share us, I believe there were two separate experiences that happened where something physically happened to you? Could you share those stories? Oh, I mean, I can start. I mean, I can I can start from the beginning. I was there in 2008 to two, 2011. And then um, my first uh, experience was when I was cleaning a classroom. And there also I would play music for the football team, you know, during the game. So I was in the classroom uh, contacting the coach to remind him to give me the list of songs for the game. So while in the classroom, these there was a shelf of books, biology books, and those biology books are real big. I don't know. I mean, they're pretty big and heavy. <clears throat> Excuse me. So at that moment, actually, when I was leaving him a message, a stack of about six of them that were on the shelf, they fell on their side on that shelf and started shuffling in front of my eyes. And when I was you know, leaving the message to the coach, I said, oh, by the way, coach, hey, uh, your biology books are here shuffling in your classroom, <laughs> you know. So uh, that right there was like the very first time that uh, they were trying to, I guess, mess with me, now, you know. But what did the coach think about that, though, when you told him, you know, the books were there shuffling? Was it the same thing where he just kind of laughed it off or, or what? He goes, in my classroom? And I said, yes, sir. So he just thought it was weird because then we checked the books, you know, and everything. They're heavy, you know, but they were stacked so, and they just fell. But no the real... part is, there's a part of it where, okay, you could say they just fell, but they started shuffling. So really, so, there there is no explanation for how these books, which, I mean, I'm, I'm still in school, so I'm familiar with the size of a textbook. There's no real way to describe how this could have happened to these textbooks exactly i mean even if they just fail they're just gonna fall they're not gonna be starting to shuffle you know so then that's you know and then uh i would and then i would let the spirits know you know i would say hey you know y'all can try and scare me all you want but i need to work here you know, I need this job. Y'all can't be, you know, I'm not going to run out of here. Y'all aren't going to scare me. Now, why do you think the spirits were trying to target you this way? If they weren't targeting anyone else at the school, they weren't targeting this coach, they weren't targeting the other custodial staff, you know, why were they targeting you? I don't know. Maybe they wanted to scare me away. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, you know, that's the way it began, you know, um, Looking, because oh, go ahead. Well, looking at things like analytically, you know, was there ever a time where you said, you know what, there has to be some way I can prove it to you guys? I mean, I'm sure, you know, most schools in 2008, especially today, are equipped with cameras. Did you ever say, hey, man, go, go look at, you know, this camera footage like this shit was actually happening? This school didn't have cameras. Oh, well, see, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. But please go continue on with your story. Okay, so, I mean, that was just, just the, like, just the beginning, you know, and 
I remember that um, I was going to go on investigation of one of the old theaters that we have here. It was called Alameda Theater. And um, I had just gotten the camera and I was in the cafeteria of the school and I was just testing out my camera. Uh, I put new batteries and then um, I took a picture, bang, my batteries died out. And then I was like, what? What the heck? You know, I just bought them. So then I put another two batteries in there, took another picture and then bang the next set of batteries went out so then and in the pictures i could see like um a little um, um what do you call it a little white anomalies there and i was thinking well maybe you know something drained the batteries so i said you know what i'm gonna save my batteries because i was gonna go investigate somewhere else and yet everything was happening there so i wasn't you know that was just the beginning. I didn't know what I know now and all the stuff that happened to me was even there at that moment. Have you ever returned to any of these locations? Like, you know, they say that spirits never forget you. They say mm -hmm. that spirits always, always remember, you know, you and, and your, your spirit. Did you ever return to any of these places? Well, they're, they're, I worked twice, but, um, well, let me continue on just the first from 2008, 2011. I want to let you know, I'm going to go real quick. Like the experiences I've had when I first started, I was, uh, I was, uh, with the mop bucket going outside. I saw a shadow person. When I turned around the corner of the school, I saw him, he saw me and he ducked. It was just a black shadow. It was like a person. So, when that happened, I went running toward that shadow person, and there was nobody there. I went around the school, and there was nobody there. So, I mean, you know, that was, like I said, that, that stuff was happening, I don't know, like every week. Something was happening when I first started, you know. So, it, you know, so uh, what do you call it? I truly believe they were testing me, you know, to see if what they can put out and what I could take. So, you know, and then it came to where I had had uh, uh, some investigations there at the school. And we were investigating uh, the library. And some of the fellow investigators uh, were provoking provoking the spirits to do something and what i mean is like come on show us something you know show what is this right here you know and then all of a sudden that school you know now it's more modern but at that time they just had those blinds that were just metal blinds that were like maybe four inches wide and about eight feet long, maybe, you know, those, and they went all the way across. The one that you just pulled was a string and they opened up. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I, I am. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So those were closed, right? And then when they were provoking them, all of a sudden 
there, I mean, let me think. There's about 50 feet, 50 feet across of those blinds. At that moment, all those individual blinds, it's just like the spirit just went from one end, rattled all those blinds away, uh, all across. And then there was a large bang. Well, needless to say, those investigators were heading for the door. <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, well, you're the ones who's asking them to do something. You know, so that was one of the biggest experiences, you know, there. And so, you know, seeing something like that, like these fellow investigators of yours, who I assume you guys have this on audio or video of some sort, but like these these other investigators that were there with you, you know, they started running away, but this became normal for you. Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, we're here, well, like myself, I'm here to see something like that, but see, I had my cameras on, and it's like they know when to do it, you know, because they were, you know, it's like, okay, uh, let's go to another location or something, and then does something like that, you know? It's like they know. They know already. Yeah. You know, Eddie and the crew have commonly told stories, and, and we've been, you know, many folks have shared stories with us where they're like, you know, we went to this place, and it was, all, there were so many stories of all these hauntings, and then, you know, we, we packed up all of our cameras and went to leave, and then something huge happened, and we had to unpack our cameras, and then nothing else happened, and, and it's like, we, you know, why? Why did we have to miss this moment, which to us is evidence? Yes, exactly. You know, but I, I thought it was funny, be too, you know, because they were like provoking and then they were hitting ready, you know, running out the door, <laughs> you know, and then that, you, that's what you asked for, you know. So then other instances with with uh, one of the principals is that, oh, there was this uh, the spirit they call Clown Boy. And the story on Clown Boy was he was in the circus, right? And he developed one of those, the plague, I believe it was. And that's where they buried him. So he was very mischievous, especially with this one principle. Um, he would always love to steal her keys take her keys, put them somewhere else. She's calling everybody, the staff, you know, I need help. I had my keys on the desk. They're not here no more, you know, help me. And then all of a sudden they're, you know, they, they're, what do you call it, on the desk? Or, you know, she finds it back on the desk. And then um, at night before I would get there, you know, she uh, would call me. She says, you know what? The, you know, because everybody would call me Mr. A. Because they couldn't say my last name. right? So I just said, just call me Mr. A. So she was always calling me. Uh, Mr. A, uh, I'm leaving early tonight uh, because of the, I hear whispering. That, you know, they're calling out my name and I'm not staying here, um, you know. So that happened, you know, kind of like a lot, like always messing with her. She would be outside. She would see the light go on. There's nobody in the in the school. She go turn it off. She come back out. The light would go back on. 
you know, there was, you know, something. And I'll never forget the one is where she was painting the upstairs hallway. So she was, I mean, by herself. She was doing it by herself. White paint. She was painting the hallway. Well, then after she had finished toward the end by the library, uh, she had a meeting in there with some coaches. And at that, that a few minutes, the doors to the library were like rattling. So they got up and they just looked out the window. They didn't see nobody. So they went back to their meeting. Then again, the doors rattled. And let me tell you, Clown Boy is supposed to be like real short, maybe three feet, four, you know, tall. And that second time they rattled, they opened the doors. Well, on the wall where she painted were little fingers, like little kids' fingers. Like, bam, like I messed up your paint job. Come and check it out. So, you know. And so this was the first time where you encountered someone who was also, or I guess that was probably before your, your time there, but this was the first time where you had heard a story where someone else was affected by one of these spirits. Yeah, exactly. And how did that, exactly. make, how did that make you feel knowing that you weren't the only one, that maybe you weren't crazy, maybe there actually was something happening at this school? Oh, that I was excited, you know. Did, did you ever talk to her and sit her down and say, look, ma'am, you know, this may sound a little crazy, but this is the school? No, she she kind of knew about it, but it's like, you know, it's, it's just that that one particular spirit was always messing with her. I mean, well, and what I know, too, what I see, that if you show fear, they're going to mess with you. I know that for a fact. I've seen that before. And, and so because you came out and said, look, guys, I just need the money. I don't give a damn what you do to me. Yeah, this lady, exactly. she was actually shaken. It wasn't it wasn't the same for her. Right. Exactly. Anybody that showed fear, I mean, they were affected. They, I mean, well, they would mess with them, you know. There's other instances where I know that some of them were scared and they i mean it's like they they just kept doing it you know they keep scaring them scaring them you know it, you know that's i mean i've seen that before too at another investigation you know so at matter of fact at that theater that i was talking about that alameda theater that's that night that i went when i left the school after when i left for the night i went to that investigation and there was a person he was scared he was right next to me and then oh somebody touched me i thought somebody touched me and he was really scared man he, he was white he turned white we went to another room and it's boom they're messing with <laughs> i can feel him again i can feel him again he was all freaked out you know and that's how i i mean that's you know like i said that was kind of like the beginning of all that where I said, oh, okay, you know, when you show fear, it's like they, you know, they're going to mess with you. 
Now, some people, though, they also psych themselves up, you know, going into a haunted, uh, this was a theater, going into a haunted theater, if I'm going into a haunted theater, I'm going into a haunted theater thinking it's haunted and that something could happen to me. Do you think that maybe this fella had just psyched himself up so much and maybe got so emotional about it that nothing was really happening, but he thought in his head that something was? It's hard to say because, you know... I've seen it where, and not only there, but in other places where if you're scared, I mean, I think they target you. That's my, I mean, that's my experience, that they're going to target you. Well, now, going back on to your stories, Alex, uh, tell us tell us what happened, you know, after your biology book experience. Tell us, tell us some other things that had happened to you. Okay, um, let's see. Oh, this is a good one here. Uh, summer. My first summer doing the floors. Okay, that school does not have air conditioning in the halls, just in the classrooms. So, needless to say, when, when it's summer, it's 106. You know, it's going to be 110 or, you know, in, in the hallways. Um I remember one time it was so hot in the hallway. I uh, laid down my, I mean, I tilted my broom that I was sweeping at an angle. It's an angle. I mean, I put it on the angle because there they have trophies, a shelf of trophies. Okay. So at the end of the, of the, of the trophy case, there's a one by four that, you know, what holds the glass. Well, there's a little gap about an inch. So I laid, stood the broom, angling toward that one, one by four, so it wouldn't fall. So I went and took a break, drank some water, and then uh, in one of the cooler rooms, and then I heard the broom fall. And then I'm like, what the heck? There's nobody there. Summertime, there's nobody there. I'm the only one there. Matter of fact, I was the only custodian for that school. For everything, uh, you know, cleaning, the summer work, taking out all the furniture, cleaning the furniture, doing the floors, doing the wax. I was the only one there, the only one. So I know for a fact I was the only one there. So I heard that noise and I went to go investigate. Well, my broom that was angling toward that one by four to hold it was six feet in the opposite direction. Meaning that if it would have fallen, it would have fallen the way it was leaning right there. But it was like six feet in the opposite direction. Oh, okay. Let me go back a little bit. I played rock and roll music. Whenever I have work, you know, the summer there, I'm always playing my... And remember, this is my first summer doing that. I played rock and roll music uh, loud. So then... That happened. And then the next day, I heard whistling. So I was like, okay, investing in, in, I could still hear the whistling over the music. So then I was whistling back. I said, okay, who's here? You know? So then after that, I put on another radio because I was working on both floors and as loud as it can go. Then I was uh, mopping. 
Then all of a sudden, bang! Like if somebody had thrown, I don't know, or a sledgehammer on the doors. So I went and checked it out. I mean, everything was locked up, the gates. Nobody was in. I went outside. Nobody around. So I turned off the music. And then it's like it was peaceful, you know. Um, and then I put two and two together because of those days I had the music real loud and everything. And then after that, I started working and I turned off the thing and then I figured it out. I said, okay, y'all do not want me to play this type of music or any music. So I took that as, okay, I respect that. So from there on, I didn't even, I respected that and I put headphones for myself because I knew that bothered them because every day it was something. They were getting, it was getting more aggressive, aggressive. You know, it's like, okay, he's not listening with the broom. He's not listening with the whistling. <laughs> Maybe the, that big bang, you know. And so you talk about getting more aggressive. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how far ahead I'm, I'm making you skip here. And if, I, if I'm skipping too far, please stop me. But I understand you had a, you had a very uh, serious situation when you were exchanging, what, paper towels? Yeah, that's, that's uh, well, let me go, let me track back to that. Oh, you after that, after that, okay, because it wasn't every day. Up until that, it wasn't. It was almost like every week, and then because it was summer, and then um, after that, it was like a year that I didn't have anything, any experiences at all. So, you know, it 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 was like in periods. You know, um, so it was about a year after that. I mean, maybe that's I calmed them down or something. I don't know. So anyway, after that, uh, what do you call it? School started the next time, the next deal, you know, for uh, the, the fall. So the year after that, it was, like I said, a year. So then I was wondering, well, okay, what's going on? You know, then, I don't know, maybe the, like, I just couldn't uh, figure it out. So anyway, after that, um, I just left the school after that because my uh, uh, my daughter had gone to that school and she graduated. So I left as well. So let's move forward to 2014. They were looking for somebody for part-time. So I actually went back in 2014. And... When I went back, um, talking about Clown Boy, when I went back the second time, it's like it was totally different. They were more like we we're talking about aggressive, more like, for example, uh, right when I got back, I think it was like the first week or so. I used to wear this cap and the coach and I were the only ones that wore this cap. We were the, were the only two in the school that had them. Okay. So I was at lunch 
and I heard a bang. So I looked out. These these uh, classroom doors, they have a little square window. Maybe, I don't know, seven by seven square. You know how you could just look out? Mm-hmm. Well, when I looked out, I saw, which I know was, the cl- was Clown Boy. All I saw was the cap floating in air, like right in front of me maybe i don't know two feet away and just go like floating right up and going around the the to the toward the cafeteria and i was like okay you know like you're like okay did i see what i just saw you know so i opened the door and you like me i said okay i opened the door and i like took off toward it but i didn't see it i said okay so i went upstairs and i uh uh, asked, they're they're practicing basketball, and I went upstairs and I said, "Hey, did y'all see a little little person with a cap around here?" And they go, "No." So right there and then, I already that that was my okay. I know who that was that was clown boy. So I was wondering, was he trying to again scare me away to see if I would get scared away or remember me see i don't know which one of that it was and so you know you you had these two sides you had this side of in a way you thought that he was being hostile towards you but in a way you thought that he was just comfortable enough with you to play his tricks exactly because he wanted attention because he knocked, he made a banging for me to look out the window. Just the way he did to that principal when they were in the library. He was banging on, he banged on the door though. Here I heard a slamming of the door. So he knew that I was going to look out that little window. So when I looked out, that's when he went across right in front of me, you know. The little man, it was like, like I said, three feet tall at least, you know. And that to see that little cat floating around, you know, there was no body, it was just a cat. And um, so then I was like, that, you know, that, that excited me, like, wow, you know, wow, you know. So, but I, at the same time, I was like, okay. Like I was just saying, did he, is he trying to scare me or say, welcome back, you know? <laughs> so I didn't know. I didn't know which one. So, but after that, even that, okay. So when I had gotten back, the, the, the new principal had asked me to change the dispensers because I did mention it. I said, hey, you see, y'all still have these dispensers that my, when my daughter was coming here, they're cracked and everything. You get new ones when you order the product. So she said, okay, replace them. So I started replacing all of them. And when I got to the cafeteria, um, the boys' restroom, I was replacing the old toilet paper dispenser. And I had already taken it off, but when before I had started, I was in there, 
and I was like, man, it's freezing in here. Like, like it was like, it was almost like summer day, you know. I want to say temperature was like, I don't know, 85, 90. In that restroom, it felt like 55 degrees. It was freezing to me. So I, op- I you know, I even had to open the window because it was so cold in there. <laughs> and I thought to myself, wow, it feels like there's a spirit in here. But I didn't think, yeah, man, that's what I was just thinking. So I continued to change it. As I was uh, changing it, I felt a sharp burning on my back. And I was like, what the heck? So I finished it off. I, you know, finished what I did. I went to the restroom and I looked at my back. And sure enough, I had a red mark all the way across my back. And so this was the first time that something actually physical happened to you. Yes, and physical. I mean, and you actually have you have a picture of that. Yes, I do. And, and so this is the this is the first time where you're like, man, this is this is really real now because something actually hurt me. And this wasn't the only time that this had happened. No, because I uh, after that, I still had to put the paper towel dispenser in. So. I think it was a week later that when I got the dispensers in, I started working on it. So when I, before I even started on it, when I went in that restroom, man, it was like, I said, this spirit is pissed off. I could feel it. I was like, man, this is like a spiritual battle here. I mean, that's the first time that I could really feel a spirit was really pissed off. It's like, I'm going to do whatever I can do to stop you. So as I was doing it, I was putting on that. um, And like I said, I could just feel that energy, that negative energy. So I put it on and everything. And um, two days later, it was on a, Thursday, uh, as I was leaving the school, I felt that there was something with me or, or, you know, a man, I feel like somebody's with me. So I went in, I went and picked up my son from school and we had gone to uh, a place to get something to eat. Well, the total was six, six, six. And I told my son, I said, wow, check this out, you know. And see, that's even after me thinking somebody was with me. So we proceed, you know, he, we just said, wow, you know. And I still didn't think of it right there. But when I got home, I had taken a, a shower. And then I was just laying down in bed watching TV. And I felt this burning sensation on my calf sharp like man what the heck so as i uh checked out my calf there was a and i've never had seen this see that and maybe somebody out there could uh let me know if they've witnessed something like this also because i know when it's demonic you have your three 
marks. And this one actually was a box and it looked like a little roof and it had my my initial A in the middle of it because they call me Mr. A. That was scratched on my calf. So in a way, you thought they were not only tormenting you just in the school, but now they were tormenting you by name. Like, you know, we, we know who you are, like, and, and we're going to send the message. Well, and the message was, too, because I must have, you know, because the spirits are territorial. I must have really messed up his, his territory for him, that spirit to, you know, follow me home. And scratch that on my calf. Oh, and as I was walking to the house in, in the sunroom that I have, saw a shadow, shoom, just a black shadow, uh, go by the, the sunroom, in the sunroom. So I said, okay, there you are. There you are. You, you know, I knew it was that spirit. But it, it was a square. I mean, like it. And this spirit took its time to spell out my letter of the name, you know, and a little square with a roof and an A in the middle, you know. So I said, uh, he, he was pissed off. He was still pissed off because I had to change that dispenser. I mean, all this over a paper towel dispenser, though, you know, like, like, isn't it kind of odd what spirits do get attached to? Yeah. Like, okay. okay. Oh, go ahead. The next day, when I went back to school, I showed uh, the principal and the staff, you know, and they go, golly, Mr. A, that, that looks sharp. And I said, well, I said, yeah, it is sharp, <laughs> you know. But I told them, y'all are lucky that I'm a paranormal investigator because when you're a paranormal investigator, you should expect this to happen or it can happen. If I was just a regular custodian, you know, who would know? I said, shoot, I'm out of here. You know, why am I going to stay here and get scratched twice and everything that goes on, you know? But that school is a gold mine for a paranormal investigator. Well, while we have our, our last 20 minutes here, uh, and I don't know if you have this in your notes or not, but you have been on investigations with Paranormal Analytical. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we've, oh man, the one I really liked was the, uh, the one in Bigfoot, Texas, they had a, a big, like a mansion there, that had a lot of stuff going on, Polly's Chapel, the one that Eddie talks about, I mean, that one was interesting too, that, you, that one was here, Here's a Polly's Chapel light, because uh, every time I hear about this Polly's Chapel story, everybody has the same story. There's two things that happened. Number one was debunked because of the, the shutters, and everyone was really scared about the shutters. But the second one still hasn't been debunked, and that's the light. Yeah, um, that's right. The light, uh, was it you and Renee who had initially saw it? Well, we were all standing on the opposite side. You know, Eddie was there, was doing his interview. Uh, we saw those lights. They were going up and down, up and down. I mean, it was only, I want to say, a good 20 to 30 feet from where Eddie was standing. And it was just like they were just going up and down. 
And we didn't know what it was. We thought it was, we didn't know, you know, what it was. And um, so we all ran over there and then couldn't find nothing. We couldn't find the source or anything of that. That was like, you know, wow, you know. Everybody had saw the lights, but they didn't know where to keep them. And like, what? How did you feel when you saw these lights? Well, we were just like I said. He was. We were just standing there, and we're like, you know, after the fact. Then you're like, okay, where did they come from? Where, you know, where did they come from? You know, that's that's what everybody was on their mind. You know, well, you know, we're trying to debunk it. In other words. It being somebody, whatever, but we couldn't because, you know, it was nothing but a big brush with a fence, you know, for you to go to the trouble of doing those lights and trying to jump over, you're going to hear, we're going to hear you, you know, you didn't hear nothing. And, and I mean, that's, that's how everyone's described it. They said it was super quiet that night, but it was also really hot. And then yeah. in the church, it was really hot, but there was a there was a point in time where everybody got really cold. Yeah, well, even at that, we were doing an EVP session, and um, we felt a, even just it was hot, and then all of a sudden, you feel this blast of cold air just shoot by you. Well, shot shot by me. That I felt it. It shot by me, you know, and then you're like, you're like, you know, what was that? What the heck was that? You know, you're like... You know, it's the door was closed. The door wasn't. There was no drafts. There was nothing, and it just shoot by you. You know, that's that's right there. You know, like you know, what it makes you wonder what was that? You know. Well, we have ten minutes left, Alex. I'll let you get back okay. to telling your your school stories because uh, I'm sure you have a couple more here to end us out. Okay, and then just to go back, we oh, did with, with paranormal Alex. We did a theater. At uh, one time, and that theater, when I got home, I felt nothing but anger from that investigation. So that that spirit that was there, I guess it threw a lot of negative energy too that I picked up. Okay, so then going back to the school real quick, um, I'm gonna tell you a funny part, funny uh, funny thing that happened. Out of all this at the school, I had taken some medication because I had allergies. And, you know, it's the one that makes you drowsy. And uh, I was in my the my storage room, and I just put my head down. And then um, I guess I dozed off. Well, then all of a sudden I hear a bang. And then, it, you know, I, I got up, you know, and I was like, what the heck? And then as soon as that happened, I was up. A coach walked in, and then he was looking for something, then he left. And then I said, wow, I thought it was a spirit. I said, thank you. Because, <laughs> yeah, he, because he helped you. I mean, you were here. You were laying yes. fast asleep. This yes. coach would have come in and been like, you know, what the fuck is this? And, 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 exactly. and so this spirit, you know, he just sent you a nice little message that to you meant, hey, wake up, buddy. We yes. like you here. Yes, exactly. And and it happened twice. The second time, I think it might have been, been after that theater investigation because, you know, we're out there late. So then, same things, you know. Uh, 
I, you know, I was just like my head down there, bang again. This time I already knew, man. I got up and everything. And then uh, the, I think an uh, administrator was right outside the door too. So what blows my mind on that, okay, did he hear the first one? Did he hear the coach coming and knowing he was going to come into a room? Was he with the coach knowing he was going to come into my room and help, you know, well, here, the here's the question that I have. Like, when the coach walked in, did he ask, hey, what was that big knock? Like, what, what, you no. know, so he didn't even hear it. He didn't know. No. He and, didn't know. And you didn't ask him, hey, did you hear that, like, uh, that sound a little, you know? Yeah. Like, wow. That's right. That's and then, interesting. Yeah. So then I even, before I left, I even did an EVP and I just held my the recorder for about, I don't know, a minute. So when I played it back, the first 20 seconds, you just hear, hello. He's, you know, he says, hello, but real whispering, hello. So that spirit is always in there. You know, so he was helping me out those couple, couple so of times. Now now that we know that you had a spirit in a way helping you out, do you feel like the things that could have happened to you didn't happen nearly as bad as they could have because you had a spirit protecting you in a sense? Uh, could be. I mean, I maybe mean, maybe you never thought of that. Um, yeah, I never thought of that. But I mean, the way that just just as an outside perspective, the way that I look at that is like you know this this spirit here, in a way he 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 tried to protect you because he must have liked you there and what you were yes. doing, the message you were sending out. So, you know, maybe things could have been so much worse had he not been there or she or whatever uh, had not been there to to protect you and, and keep you safe. Right. Exactly. You know, because for him to warn me like that, you know, how many spirits do that? Yeah, I mean, how that's, many spirits? listen, for, for I've been doing this show, as, as I just said before we went on the air, I've been doing this show now for a year, uh, which isn't it crazy to think that I've been doing this show for a year, Alex? Yeah, that's I just, think, man, I think that's insane. It really does. You know, I came on this show, I was a little, uh, little bearded boy, now I'm a little bit thinner of a bearded boy, you know, I've, I've lost some weight in recent, <laughs> in recent weeks, and People, may, people yep. every once in a while I get a I get a message if someone thinks I'm like sick they think that like I, <laughs> I have some type of virus um, but no like that's the first time I, I that I can recall where we've heard a story of, of a spirit like in a way warning you of, of something or protecting you of something even something as small as like the coach coming in and seeing you sleeping which I mean I don't know if the coach would have really said anything but the administrator probably would have and you definitely could have lost you know your job yeah exactly and, so and then both times i saw him thank you <laughs> yeah. i thanked them for that and, and i'm sure you know i'm sure that they appreciated that if if that's what the message was if the message was you know we just want this guy to to be safe we want this guy to stay here because we like him i'm sure that they appreciated your appreciation for that yeah and then on that note the other day i dreamt that I had done an investigation in there and that I heard on the EVP, on the digital recorder, all the names that I know of in that school. So I was like, wow, are they looking for me or what? You know, that's my, that was the dream that I had. Well, um, 
uh, as the show winds to an end, Alex, you're familiar with the show and the way we do yes. things. So when I yes. came on, when I started doing the show as a full-time host, I decided to end the show with final thoughts. And uh, so I believe it is time for final thoughts, Alex. So please give us your final thoughts. As you know, it can be about anything. It can be a message. It can be, you know, just something you'd like to share. Please give us your final thought. Well, my final thought is that, you know, all the experiences that I've had at this school, you know, I know other people probably have had experiences, you know, um, if, if you're interested in the paranormal, um, you know, keep being interested. It's, it's a, especially like me, things that happen to me. I have other stories of, of my others, of my personal life besides the school that has happened to me. So it being like that toward me, it's like, it's, you know, it's opened my eyes and it's like, wow, you know, how could this be? Or, you know, what's going on, you know, but, you know, if you're interested in the paranormal, just keep it up, you know, something, you know, it's, it's an interesting field. There's unanswered questions out there, you know, that we're trying to find out, you know, and we will one of these days. Well, thank you, Alex, so much for your time. I guess we'll throw it over to me for final thoughts. You know, um, it's no secret, guys, I'm going on a vacation here, and I'm a little spooked by the plane. Kristen Lee is also going into surgery, and Kristen's been my temporary host while everybody else is out, and I would just like to wish her a very happy surgery. As always, guys, Rene Rodriguez used to say, keep your eyes to the skies, and good night, all. Thank you all so much for watching Paranormal in Good night. My name good night, is everybody. Thank you, Alex. My name is Dylan Holiday, but everyone calls me Big Quincy. That was Alex. Alex, you can say your last name because apparently Arredondo is not the proper pronunciation. <laughs> Alex Arredondo signing off. Good night, everybody. Happy spring break. This is a spring break edition. Spring break edition. Thank you all once again so much. I do appreciate all of your time, uh, especially you, Alex. You know, you listeners that come back each and every week to some for some reason listen to this terrible, god awful voice I have. You always do. That. I appreciate it. 